Welcome to A Creative Marriage Podcast with Chris and Morgan King. We are passionate about the marriage God has given us, and we want to help other couples feel just as passionate. Our goal is to give you creative and out-of-the-box ideas to bring more love, more joy, and more fun to your marriage. Welcome to episode 18 of A Creative Marriage. I am Chris. And I am Morgan. And here we go. Diving into episode 18, we are going to be talking about... Let it go. Just go ahead and pause this and play (laughs) the Frozen Let It Go song. More specifically, we're going to be talking about (laughs) resentment inside of a marriage. Um, And hurts and keeping score. But Morgan really couldn't get away from singing the Let It Go Frozen song. So you're welcome. I'm glad all the listeners now have that in your mind for the rest of your day. I didn't sing it. Oh, do you want to sing it now? No. I think we should hear your we voice. We already deleted that part, Oh, so yeah. we won't be playing yeah, that. Yeah, we did. But That's speaking of Morgan's singing voice, uh, one time, well, the fir- one of the first times I ever heard Morgan singing, we were at church, and she starts, I, I guess we were singing some kind of hymn or something, and I leaned mm-hmm. over, and I was like, do you mind quieting down just a little <laughs> bit? Like, I literally couldn't concentrate on anything else because Morgan was just like singing so loud. I have a really, really bad singing voice. It's not that bad. It is bad. It, it's bad. Actually, do you remember two, three years ago <laughs> on my goal list, it was to go get singing lessons and I never did. <laughs> I could still go do that, honestly. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Uh, I'd go with you. No, absolutely not. It's like one of those things that you're not really good at at all, but like, you know, singing in the car and the shower and stuff is so much fun to do. Well, and you you think you sound good. Oh, you think you sound so good, but you're really not that good at it. But it's like, if you went and got singing lessons, like, do you think they could actually do anything for you? Uh, That would be the hope. I mean, you're paying money. Yeah, that's Cash true. money, right, yeah, so we're, we're hopefully not doing they that. would. There's no point to pay money. Yeah, okay, never mind. Well, hold on. I do have to say that I used to think I was really good at singing this <laughs> Carrie Underwood song in my car. <laughs> and then I I was like, all right, well, let me turn off the song so I can hear myself. It was so bad. <laughs> I think everyone probably has that one song that you think you sound yeah, so good singing. Like. Everyone has that one song. Yeah. Yeah. But then you turn it off and you actually sing it. What's your song? There used to be this song by Sean McDonald. I don't even remember the name of it. And he was like this old school Christian music singer. I don't even know if he's around anymore, actually. But I used to sing it all the time in the car. I was like, man, I sound good singing that one. (laughs) I sound like Sean McDonald. Man, I sound so good singing that. I could (laughs) sing that in front of a church one day or something. Like that goes through your mind. Like, oh man, I could definitely perform that. And everyone would be like, wow, he's got a good uh-huh, voice. Uh-huh. And then you turn it off and you sing, you're like, oh, nope. Didn't nope, hit that note. Never yeah. doing that again. <laughs> Not going to happen. So back on track here. Uh, let it go. Let it go. Yes. yes. So we are talking about letting go of resentments, hurts, and keeping score. So some exa- we figured we probably should give some examples um, of each. So keeping score, I really, I, I, I actually do this. So this one was an easy one for me to think about. Mm. Um, and a good example for us, you know, having a newborn a couple years ago, I would find myself thinking, oh, I've changed, you know, three diapers a day. Chris mm. only has changed one. So it's his turn. I'm keeping that tally in my head. I think becoming a parent does 
you tend to think about that more. Like, I don't think I ever thought that as things before becoming a parent of like keeping any kind of tally whatsoever. Mm. But like for Morgan and I, we're not big, big on wanting to change diapers. And I think we've expressed that before, but <laughs> who, does? who is big on changing diapers? Well, everyone diapers? said before you have a kid, like wait till it's yours. It's going to be fine. When it's yours, you don't care if it's yours. I'm like, now that I've had a kid, I'm like, I still care. I don't want to do it. It's horrible. I want to see that. Side note, we have been potty training for three, three weeks, so and we haven't had to change any diapers. Oh, it's been glorious. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I don't think, you know, before having a, a kid, I don't think I thought much about the, the keeping a tally on stuff, but I think you maybe did a little bit. Yeah, I think it came a little bit more natural to me, unfortunately. More natural. <laughs> yeah. It's a positive. It's that, comp- that competitive oh, yeah. uh, streak That's that true. I have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hurts. I think these, you know, are very easy to see when your spouse says, says words uh, that hurt you. And then some resentments. Um, it could be, you know, you resent their job and the amount of time that mm. they spend mm. um, focused on their job. Yeah. It could be laziness in marriage. So you're seeing that they're not putting in the effort that they were when you first got married. Yeah. Or the, you think what you're doing is more than yeah. What, yeah. what they're doing. Like, yeah, I'm giving know, 100%. He's only, only mowing the lawn and yeah. I'm doing all this other stuff. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to be very transparent. I When we first started talking about resentments, this is the first one that came to mind. Mm. I used to be resentful. This is very humbling. I used to be resentful <laughs> of Chris because he didn't have as long to get ready as I did as a male versus me who, you know, it takes me, I don't know, 45 minutes on a good day to get ready. Whereas he can Well, this jump. is like going out on a date night. Well, yeah, I guess it took that long too. All, for, all like, the time. work. Yeah, yeah okay. all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so you just would have more time to do fun things, whereas I mm-hmm. have to go spend that time getting ready. This to is go. true. Like I would spend thirty minutes watching Sports Center or something, exactly. and get ready in five. Yes, and you'd be like, I would much rather be relaxing on the couch. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you may be thinking, well, man, I don't know. I don't know if there are resentments or hurts or you know mm. keeping score in our marriage. I wonder what that would look like in a marriage well we have some signs yeah for some you. signs yes so perhaps these um hit close to home maybe not um but one of the signs is quietness so you know just a lot quietness in a in maybe an awkward way right yeah uh, I, I think i've seen that in our marriage some you know yeah. we, we both oh, yeah. get quiet and it's like, whoa, what's going on here? Yeah, this is unusual. You know something's up. Yeah, you know something's up. Yep. That's, a, that's a good way of putting it. Like, you know something's up. Tense feelings. So you, maybe you're more tense, more anxious, uh, or you notice that in your spouse. Yeah. Pass- pa- passive aggressiveness. Yep. That's yeah. a good one. Uh, feeling like you're living with a roommate and not your spouse. Mm. Uh, your romantic life and intimacy can suffer. Yeah. And then uh, lack of communication. So you no, no longer are, you know, having those open, fun or serious conversations with your spouse. There's just a lack of that. Yeah. So we're going to dive in on this episode of creative ways uh, to let that go. And so we're going to start out by Morgan singing the Let It Go song, and then we'll dive into them. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, so. I get you there. <laughs> uh, led pass, you right into it. Pass. It was perfect. <laughs> Um, all right, so go for it. You can say the first one. 
so the first one is to become a writer. So, mm. you know, we've talked about journaling a little bit. And for me, this doesn't come as easy. I have to force myself to do it. But this is a really good way to have to put your thoughts on paper of how you feel. And sometimes when you are resentful, um, it helps to actually understand how you're feeling and be able to voice that a little bit because it's hard. Like for me, I have a really hard time with um, understanding my feelings and being able to vocalize those. So I know for me personally, to be able to have to write that down, it helps me to process that a little bit more. You know, going back to my resentment with Chris about being uh, resentful of him for having five minutes to get ready where it takes me a lot longer. You know, after unpacking that, I was able to see, okay, it's not actually about how long it takes him to get ready and me to get versus how long it takes me to get ready. It's actually about how stressed I feel with all the things I have to do in addition to getting ready. Mm, Yeah. And so you helped me through that. Yeah. And don't feel overwhelmed by writing either. I mean, writing, I know Morgan mentioned journaling, but you don't even have to do that. It could just be a quick list of items, you know, that you just want to write them down real quick. And then you look at them and you're like, Oh, yeah, I just needed to look at that and get it off yes, my heart and mind just yes. to see it yep. really quick. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to sit down and journal for the next five days in a row about everything that's going on. So, <laughs> right. um, I think that as a, I don't know, as a husband, I'd, I've never wanted to sit down and write out a long like paragraph pages of, of something. But if I can write down something real quick, it gets it off my mm-hmm. mind and I'm like, oh, okay, all mm-hmm. right. Yeah, now I can either decide what to do with that at that point. Yes. Similar to when you have a to-do list in your mind, but once you get it off off That's of your mind right. onto paper, it takes some of that burden off of you and kind of lightens your load a little bit. That's right. Another thing with writing, you know, and getting creative with letting it go is writing down why you should forgive your spouse. Like, why mm. do you love them? Mm. Why is there, you know, a need for you to put effort into letting, letting whatever it is go? Uh, so that's a good way to get that down on paper and then be able to go into kind of this, the next one is to voice your feelings to your spouse. Uh, so actually communicate to them, you know, what you've been feeling, why you've been feeling it. And I think that's the most important one out of all these ideas is, is to voice it because I think that is what we are not doing a lot of the time, like we said from the beginning, you know, becoming quiet, having that awkwardness, that is mm-hmm. not voicing it. Yep. Um, but then obviously voicing it in a in a way that is not, you know, condemning your spouse or making that a such a negative either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. More, what do they say? Make it more about you than the other person. Mm, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and also, like the George Costanza style of breaking up. It's, <laughs> it's me, me not it's you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your spouse probably has no idea what's been on your mind. Um, That's and absolutely right. They can't read your mind, so you have to voice it to them for them to even know what's going on. Absolutely, because I, I think sometimes Morgan knows what's going on in my mind, and I'm like, and then. If I think, if I really do think about it, I'm like, no, I haven't even said anything to her yeah, about, how would I about know? this. How would she have a clue? And it goes both ways. Right, right. So. Uh, when you do, you know, open up to your spouse, you know, make sure there's no distractions. Be clear and direct. Make yeah. it about, 
you know, how you're feeling, not about what they've done, just about how it's made you feel and, and be completely honest. I think this is a really good, um, you know, point to remember or, or time to remember that you're putting away your pride, you're setting aside your pride and approaching them with humility because it can be a little bit humbling. For yeah. me to have to tell Chris that I resent him because he only takes five minutes to get ready, that is, that sounds dumb. Um, it felt dumb and it totally brought me to uh, humility in that mm. in that uh, moment. Yeah, and I think with this, I mean, a lot of times fear can be, a, you know, involved in it. Like you just don't want to, for Morgan, like she's saying, it felt dumb to say that. That's a that's a fear, even though it's not like scary fear. It's just a fear of like, why am I even bringing this up? Like, mm-hmm. your mind wants to say it's not really that big a deal, but you actually are thinking about it. So it actually is a big deal in your marriage that you're not expressing it. So don't don't be fearful, you know, with your spouse. Like you all love each other, you support each other. Yeah. So come to it with that knowledge, knowing that it's a loving, supporting thing. You just you're doing this, like Morgan just said, um, just with a humble feeling mm-hmm. instead of a fearful one. And that goes back up to kind of the signs of, uh, when you haven't let something go, it, even though it feels dumb, it is important because there's obviously something going on with your marriage that is right. Stopping the love from happening, stopping right. the growth from happening, the quietness, yeah. the passive aggressiveness, whatever that is. Right. Um, Another creative way to let it go uh, is to really acknowledge it to yourself and to God. Just, yeah, you know, like just you, you acknowledge it to yourself without any blame. Just, just let it go. <laughs> and also talk to God about it, about yeah. how you feel. Right. And I think one of the keys of talking about it is, you know, talking to the, going to the Lord with it, just laying it out to him. Mm-hmm. Um, talking to your spouse about it. Most of these things aren't aren't things that you want to talk to friends or family about. That it literally will not solve anything by talking it out to a friend or a yes. family member. That's not literally not going to solve anything and I think that's a go-to for a lot of people like, well let me just call so and so. Let me call my mom. Let me call my yep. brother. Let me call whoever my best friend, let me call them and I'm going to get all this out, how so-and-so has been acting and, you know, she or he does this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't solve anything. It may feel good at the time, but you literally are still essentially holding it all in. So when you talk to your spouse about it, they still haven't heard any of it because you mm-hmm. just talked to someone else about it. Yeah. So then you let it out to someone else and then it leads to a month down the road, something else is coming up again. And you're still thinking about that thing in the past because you never even talked to them about that thing. The first thing. The first thing. Because right. you talked to a friend or family member about it. So I just say, take it first to the Lord and take it to your spouse. Don't don't take it to friends and family because it, it won't solve it. I'll tell you this. In another act of transparency, when I go to a friend or family member to talk about things, it's usually because I want them to disagree with me. Mm. Yeah, we all want that. I mean, yeah. that's what we want. That's what in life you want them to, <laughs> you know, like if you call someone that's really close to you like that, you want them to just say, you're so right. Yep. Like you want to, you want that to be heard because you may not get that from your spouse. Right. Their response may not be, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, and But that's what you really want. That's what you want. Yeah. 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 And you want to, you know, 
make sure that your feelings are right, even though they might not be right. That's right. Yeah. Another creative way to let it go is to have empathy with yourself, mm. with your spouse. And when your spouse is approaching you That's to talk right. about whatever they're resentful for, have some empathy. Respect that. Yeah. Yeah, respect it. I mean, if don't, your spouse isn't going to want to continue to come to you with these things if, if you're not showing empathy and you're not mm. respecting that, the fact that they have humbled themselves to come talk to you about it. Yeah. Then why would anyone want to come? That's why they're going to go to their family or friends. Yeah. Because that's a good point. why would they want to come to you if you're not respecting that time and energy that they're putting through, putting themselves through to yep. even come and talk to you about it? Yeah. Final one is uh, get creative with setting your mind on the good things that you love about your spouse. And we just really felt when we were talking about this and, and kind of planning out um, this episode, Philippians 4.8 came to mind. So, Chris, do you want to read it? Yeah, absolutely. So, Philippians 4.8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever's right, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever's admirable, if anything is excellent and praiseworthy... Think about such things. And those things might be something that you actually write about. You just make a list of all mm. the things that you are good about your spouse, that you love about your spouse, yeah. that are things that drew you to your spouse when you first met them. Right. Uh, man, that can change change the trajectory of your marriage of that day of that resentment. No doubt. Flip the flip to Philippians four eight and write out each of those words, you know, admirable and lovely and and, and right out beside of them the why of your spouse. Like why do I think this of my spouse? Yeah, that's a great idea. I might do that tomorrow. Wow. <laughs> Not that I'm resentful right now of anything, <laughs> but that's well, a good we idea. We actually need to talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So hopefully you take these creative ideas, use them in your marriage. Um and yeah, just be open with your spouse. Yeah. Don't hold, don't hold it in. Don't be quiet. That's right. That's yeah. right. We want you to let it go. All right. So this is a, a good time for Morgan marriage. to sing it now. <laughs> it's go not, ahead. Oh. But it is a good time to tell everyone what we are loving lately. Oh, but it was perfect. We're going to miss out the whole episode. We're not going to get to hear it. The whole episode. The beautiful voice of Morgan King. <laughs> That's a lie. Oh, it's not. Okay. So we. this actually ties back to our 2021 Yeah, goals. our goals that we went into our last episode. Yeah, so, we're about a month in of yeah. January. And so we what we're in love with right now is... is uh, something from our goals. From our goals. And one of our goals for the year was to... Uh, and we mentioned this in last last episode, was to eat night... Eat, eat night. Eat dinner once a week at night alone without our son at the table. And so we have fallen in love with it. Yeah, it's, it's just really no nice. distraction. Mm-hmm. Just Morgan and I getting to sit there stare into each other's eyes yes fall in love as we're eating dinner have a conversation that's not interrupted Mm. eat slowly because you're not trying to chow down before your kid needs Mm. something or to get up or whatever it is it's it's just been solid we are definitely continuing continuing it the rest of the year we have we have fallen in love with that yes yeah it's been good Um, We thank you all so much for listening to uh, Let It Go, episode 18. And uh, we love you guys. See you next time.